0: What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here, Fightful Podcast. It is March 12th, post WWE SmackDown. I am joined by Jeremy Lambert, who um for some reason I have left to steer this ship probably straight into an iceberg next week.
2: How, dare, dare, how dare you? you? Like I, I do the post shows for AEW and NXT. I have my own show, which is doing killer numbers. Right I mean now. The
0: AEW show opened with me like <laughs> almost sending Joe a heartfelt message saying, Are you okay?
2: <laughs> oh, like you obviously, you clearly have a lot of trust in me. I don't know why, but you do. Yeah, uh, I, do. Sh-
0: I mean, legitimately, you're actually good at this stuff. I mean, about once a week, I have to answer DMs from Jimmy Van or somebody else. <laughs> oh, is Joe quitting the website? Do we need to revoke his login? Uh, Does Jeremy really hate wrestling this much? Um, Is is Jeremy okay is one that I get an awful lot. Uh, Not as much since you moved to Ohio. Go figure. Yeah. Explain to me the math on that one. I don't Uh, know. A very good relationship
2: um, will do that to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that it will. But uh, who's filling in for me next week? Uh, A Game of Crap is filling in for you next week. Oh, nice. Perfect. Uh, So Jeff Hawkins will be filling in for me next week. I will be getting LASIK. I've been wearing these bad boys because little did I know, Jeremy, that the debilitating and vomit-inducing headaches that I've had for years are because I I can't see. I can't see real well. So uh, I'll be out next week. Uh, Also, programming note, the Fightful Select Q&A show next week will be a live broadcast Thursday afternoon so uh, you'll want to catch that live. I'll let you guys know as it gets closer and the answer or the questions will be live on that stream. So make sure you check it out. Uh, also check out our interview with Ashley Vox and our interview with Rhett Titus this week. we got a very good interview coming next week uh, as long as things work out this weekend. And we got SmackDown to talk about, but we got some stuff that's that's even bigger to talk about right now. We don't usually do a lot of news coverage uh on this show but hot diggity dog here we are and corbin 101 gets to start off with the super chat donate one to get your question or statement read on the air leave a thumbs up subscribe all that good stuff he says i feel really bad for andrade black ricochet lee and murphy looks like we're gonna see a lot of wrestlers like gable leaving in the coming months if i was otis i would have punched off let me run down these alistair black i don't know what's up with him uh but obviously he's not been there since Zelina got fired hasn't even been backstage Ricochet, I feel bad for. Murphy, I feel bad for. Lee is not cleared. This is not a matter of him not being used. Uh, Andrade asked for his release on Monday, as reported by Wrestling Inc. Uh, we were able to confirm that, but we were also able to quickly confirm people backstage saying, he ain't getting it. He's not getting that release. <laughs> now, here's the funny thing, Jeremy. Last year, you had a bunch of people, Mike Bennett and Deanna Purrazzo and Tay Conchi and... And Rusev and all these people that uh, Zach Ryder, who either asked for their releases or did not sign the new deals offered to them, and then the pandemic hit and they're like, ah, oh, well now you can go,
2: now you can go. How do you see this working out for Andrade? I I think I think Papa Paul is going to swoop in and save him, Sean. I, really? I think he's going to come in and he's going to be like, come back to NXT, you're you're more than welcome here. I think Andrade just wants to work, right? Like this isn't a thing of. Uh, you know the money isn't an issue because he's getting paid regardless. He just wants to be used. He wants to be on television, and they're not doing anything with him. He's been, he hasn't been used since October. Uh, he reportedly had the the minor surgery that was supposed to keep him out a, a month. So okay, that would have put him out until November. It's March. Isn't it been used. I don't even think he's technically on a brand.
0: Is he? He's, he's not. Been- okay, so uh, <laughs> fightfulselect.com I reported this, guys. Uh, give us some love. Subscribe to our service for breaking news every day. But shortly after this, I was talking with people in WWE and Jeremy, you know, some of the people that I talk with and they would be uniquely uh, clued in for a lot of different things. But one of the people told me, well, we got that feeling when he was included in the draft pool, but intentionally not drafted. And someone said that they felt like that was a message being sent. And I'm like, for what? He carried the show during the early days of the pandemic. The man, when I was in Toronto, was not advertised for the junkets. He was not obligated to, to the best of my knowledge, came there and said, please, I want to do a bunch of English language interviews, like 30 of them. I mean, the man works really, really hard. He did have the, the uh, of course, the, the wellness test failure. But I mean, Vincent Wayne would constantly fall in and out of love with this guy. And he is such a can't miss guy. And let's, let's be honest. They were screwing him up from the jump. They threw suspenders
2: and a hat on this man, Jeremy. I mean, Zelina Vega came in and really saved things in NXT. They were the hottest act in NXT. Everyone talks about the Gargano match. People have it like top five all time in their matches. Not just WWE, not just NXT. Like people say, it's top five all time on their list, and I, I absolutely love that match. He comes up to the main roster. I don't even remember how he came up to the main roster. Like I, I don't remember anything he's done outside of he won the U.S. title and he had the feud with Ray for a little bit, which was good. Yeah, and you're right. Like this time last year, like the uh, what tomorrow or yesterday was like the first pandemic show ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he and Zelina carried that early portion stuff. Like they really carried the early portion of, of the performance center
0: for for people who are not on Raw or SmackDown at all angel garza austin theory Zelina, and andrade were relied
2: on to do all that work yeah and this is how they're rewarded i I don't get it with andrade i don't this guys can't miss like really can't miss me and
0: denise were talking about on i think maybe wednesday about people that transcend language and like how maki ito transcends language with her charisma Andrade was very clearly one of those guys that transcends language with, with his charisma. Nerd says, how did Balor get so lucky to go back to NXT? They got a broadcast TV deal and <laughs> they needed somebody
2: there. They um, need somebody there again, because it still ain't working out too well. Like Andrade is a guy you can easily just bring back there, do a feud with, with Balor or Cross, whoever wins at the, the takeover. Like do that feud, and it's it's good. It's money. Like Andrade needs something. This would this should be the point of your your multiple brand system. Is you just treat them all like territories. You send a the guy there, give them that fresh coat of paint. They love the fresh coat of paint, right? Yep. And then you can you can start new storylines and freshen guys up that way. They never do it. Like Balor is a rare example of when they actually do it. Anybody who goes from NXT to Raw or SmackDown, they're not freshened up. They're they're worse. Ryan B. Jam says, a lot of people want him
0: to go to New Japan or AEW. Meanwhile, I think he and Thea Trinidad would be an instant main event on Impact. Impact needs to restock their women's cupboard, too, really, really badly. A few months ago, we were talking about them maybe having the best. Well, in in that amount of time, they lost Taya Valkyrie. They lost Tessa Blanchard. They lost, uh, gosh, who else? Kylie Ray. They lost a bunch of people. So they need to, to restock there. I mean, Ring of Honor has a bunch of his buddies. And Ring of yeah. Honor will pay him good money for a real good schedule, Jeremy.
2: Yeah, Ring of Honor, I don't know if it's like the most likely, but he's a guy that can go to Ring of Honor, immediately be the top guy, hang out with his friends. Obviously, AEW, everybody's gonna speculate to AEW. AEW has so many guys though. Like I worry that I don't know if he'd get lost in the shuffle, but then other guys are gonna start getting lost in the shuffle in AEW. And it's it's tough. Like I would I would like to see him more in like an ROH or an impact. I don't think it's going to happen. I think if he does go, uh, I do think it, now Ring of Honor has a good shot at him. And AEW is obviously AEW. Ring of Honor, I think has, has a good shot at him though.
0: And Ring of Honor uh, has had a pretty good show of late. Also Anakin sends a thing, please don't use stars. If you haven't sent a super chat, that's like this. If you do this, you get a warning. If you keep doing it, you get banned. Uh, but ROH is a good show, but they don't have a whole lot of people that people care about they yeah, need they more top fresh stars I'll, I'll say this delirious seems to have a fire lit under his ass creatively after almost losing that spot to marty Skrull and getting a new lease on life there um I, I think that would be a good fit for him there anakin says no matter what andrade met charlotte so i think he'd st- uh, say his time in WWE was worth it i'm sure but I mean, the whole thing is probably worth it. He got paid a lot of money, got a lot of worldwide exposure, got television experience. Now any company that he goes to, he'll be able to work American TV for. Because it's a lot easier to work American TV elsewhere than WWE, Jeremy.
2: I'm sure it was worth it. I mean, not only for Charlotte, but for the reasons you mentioned as well. And like he had good moments, good run. Again, the Gargano match, top five all time. Like the guy just wants to work. He's what, like 30, 31? Like, he's, he's in, like, the prime of his career right now. Just let the guy work. It's, this, it's a very similar uh, situation to Brody. Like, these guys just want to work, man. They just want to be creative, and they want to be on television. They just want to wrestle matches. And WWE is preventing them from doing that by just putting them on the sidelines. Oh, we have nothing for you. You tell me you can't find a five-minute match for Andrade on your 20 brands that you have? I don't get it. I, re- no. I don't understand it. It doesn't some of these guys like they'd be fine if they could just work 10 minute matches every week. It doesn't have to be this amazing storyline, although I think most of them would like that. They just want to be on television. They just want to do what they what they're very good at and they want to get paid for it. They just don't want to they don't want to sit at home and collect a paycheck. And WWE's like, nah, you know, we, we got nothing for you. Can't do anything. We gotta do Alistair Black or not, Blatt. We gotta do Cesaro against Buddy Murphy. For the 3 millionth time. We had to do the same match you just saw last week. We had to do that for the 30th time in a row. They have so many guys. Just cycle them in. Keep guys fresh. Keep guys going. It doesn't always have to be something big. Just get them on television. Rhino hit the bricks for that
0: very reason. Rhino was doing nothing on TV. Wasn't used. And WWE was so obsessed with hoarding talent. Just, Just picture this scenario, Jeremy. They were so obsessed with hoarding talent. They looked at a, all due respect, past his prime, not in the greatest shape, Rhino, and said, you know what? We're going to double your downside guarantee to stay. And Rhino was like, well, can I wrestle? Will I be able to wrestle? Because that's what I really want to do. If, if, if I wrestle, that'll be it. And they wouldn't promise him that he'd wrestle. So he said, well, you know what? Double that double and we'll talk. and then they said well we're not doing that and he left and it's a smart thing that he did let leave jeremy because i I remember people saying oh he turned down double his downside guarantee what he turned down was being fired in april of last year because that was gonna happen instead he got a multi-year finesse out of impact wrestling and is working their shows all the time probably gonna have an office gig after all this stuff as well uh granny slammer says evening gents just discovered your site today, and I must say I'm rather <laughs> underwhelmed by your selection of granny wrestling content. Well, you know, we at WrestleMyBritishGranny.com are always striving to improve. And unlike uh, those people at Fightful.com, we're not going to, like, like trash you or, or make mom jokes about you or anything like that. I'm going Instead- to have
1: to write,
2: like, a granny article or something, yeah. aren't I? God.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Jamie wants you to invade Denise's channel. Hmm. Jamie says, SRS turned Denise heel and then turned her on Jeremy. I did not approve of any of that, by the way. Um, I, I take a stand against Denise's gross comments. Carlos says, Andrade and Ray's SmackDown rivalry brought me back from catching pay-per-views every once in a while to watching weekly again. Um, and Shucky Ducky says, it's not a real site, is it? Yes, it is a real site. <laughs> WrestleMyBritishGranny.com. Go to it right now. <laughs> Type it up. WrestleMyBritishGranny.com. Um, Yeah, the the best WWE match I've ever seen in person is Andrade versus Johnny Gargano right after the hurricane in NXT. I've been to a few NXT takeovers. I went to Toronto. I went to San Antonio. I've been uh, to to the Royal Rumble 2017. Been to a few WWE shows. Um, That's the best match I've ever seen live, without a doubt. And I am Lelucha says... His match with Gargano is top five all-time in NXT. Hope he can show his worth elsewhere. Reunite him with Roche. I, I think that he would help out some of the luchadors in uh, ROH, as as you mentioned here, because sometimes I'll see some of the luchadors there do not have the best psychology in Ring of Honor. Like, I remember the infamous Bandito spot where a guy was doing the Del Rio hang-on-to-the-ropes and he ran... Inside the ring, across the ring, jumped outside, <laughs> springboarded into the 450. It was the worst spot I've I've seen in a they're, long, they're working, long time. They're working,
2: they're working lucha style uh, in ROH. I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to help. He'd help anywhere, honestly. Like he would help anywhere he could go because he's got the WWE experience, so he knows what works for American television. I do think, like, I keep going to ROH because I think he would make the biggest impact there. Um, as far as like they just need a top star uh i like Roosh. i'm not sure he's not that guy uh and like they barely use him on the tapings and stuff they they got to do a little bit better with their tv tapings overall honestly um but he would be that top guy in ROH. which i think i think he'd be that top guy in impact AEW would be a little bit of a different story just because they've got so many top guys and so many guys i don't know where he, you, you can slot them anywhere but I do worry he'd get lost in the shuffle or somebody else get lost in the shuffle. And I don't think they need that. Uh, So we got a super
0: chat that reminded me of uh, my frustration about Andrade. And I'll explain to you all why. Nerd guru says I was at the MSG house show where he won the U S title over Ray. And believe me, he was over as Rover. Well, let me tell you, one of my dreams for some reason in wrestling was to go to a December 26th house show. I would always see all the cool stuff that would happen there at MSG and Damn it, Jeremy! You know what? Starcade did so well in Cincinnati. They were like, "We're gonna, we're gonna give them a December twenty sixth house show." And usually, it's only like Chicago, Detroit, you know, big cities. What I get is um, Elias and Dolph Ziggler, King Corbin taking on Reigns. Uh, Let me tell you, Fiend and and Daniel Bryan, universal title, it it was fine. Lacey Evans in a women's title match. Uh, Yeah. uh, I remember the team of Scott Dawson, Curtis Axel, and I think Lucha House Party uh, were were, uh, something weird like that. (laughs) Meanwhile, New York gets like Randy and AJ, Becky, Charlotte, Nasca in a cage. <laughs> Rollins and Owens, no holds barred. Andrade and Ray, Yeah, Andrade and Ray. <laughs> God damn it, man. Keep sending those super chats in, guys. I would really appreciate it. Give me Andrade versus EC3. That's the thing. EC3 has this rap that he can't wrestle or something like that. I guarantee you, you put him in there with uh, Andrade, that perception is going to change. By the way, he can still go by that name <laughs> that that's such a WWE thing that they give people like four names because that, because they, they got to have their own. Then Vince takes away all the names, but keeps the one that they're able to use outside. <laughs> Amazing. And hey, you know, Does he want to, does
2: he want to keep using that name? He might just go back to Lysandra, honestly. Maybe
0: uh, yeah. they wasted contracts uh, have to, at some point have to be noticed by investors, right? Good luck on your procedure, Sean. I would say that that fell into the the situation in which creative was addressed in like June or something, but they had let a bunch of people go then. But really, I mean, J- Jeremy, you've been covering these media calls with me for a while too. Last June before the raw underground retribution shit was the first time we really heard investors go, uh, hey, what about viewership? And what about ratings? And this is a discussion I had tonight. I, I loathe when people say, well, what do, what do they care about making sense? They're making all kinds of money. Go look at the viewership trends, and if you don't think that they would be making more money with more viewers, you are what I would call
2: fucking wrong. Sean, I think you're forgetting a very important thing here, and that's the linear eyeballs on the product yes, to yes. where the, the viewership doesn't matter that much. you seen the YouTube number, Sean? you seen the Twitter trends? That's doing big business for WWE seeing the Peacock subscribers those 30 million Peacock subscribers every single one of them will watch WWE I promise you I promise you
0: Sean it's very clear that as far as linear eyeballs go I gotta get some work done on that Jeremy (laughs) Uh, Evan Wright says Death Triangle Rouge LaSombra versus Ryu Lee please yeah Uh, we're 18 minutes in and I guess we gotta talk about Smackdown at some point there ain't much to talk about my friends um Oh, boy. Uh, well, I'll say this. The opening match, really good stuff. Street Profits and the Mysterious against Dirty Dogs and Alpha Academy. Uh, to which I ask, why are Otis and Dolph teaming? Dog 92 says, what the hell was this tonight? Reginald, Otis, and Dolph? <laughs> I loved Reginald. We'll get to that. Bailey with nothing to do. Dropping the ball on Sasha and Bianca. Break out the sparklers as if, as if. Uh what the hell is this? I had people saying, Oh, you're too worried about this. You're, you, why are you worried? G- the baseline is can we make this make sense? Can we do like a five-second line where where Corey Graves says Chad Gable told him to drop it, and he said, God damn it, okay, pal. That's
2: all it takes. Give me a reason, Jeremy. I mean, Otis and Mandy, I don't think, are together anymore. And so sure. Otis is just like, you know what? Everything that happened last year, that's, that was a year ago. It's okay. yeah, because, because that's the way his attitude has <laughs> yeah. progressed lately.
0: Yes. Keep, keep okay. in mind. Keep in mind. He's been going at the Mysterious for shit that happened a week and a half ago. Like, just, <laughs> just won't Otis let Otis has go. a short memory. He has a short memory.
2: <laughs> he's like, what happened a year ago? Eh, it doesn't really matter. I understand like, you tormented <laughs> me and ruined my date and all this stuff. It doesn't really matter. In the end, I yeah. got the girl, and then now we're not together. So, well, what's his name? Bros before hoes. They're bros now.
0: And that's something that Chad Gable should be – they should have them doing in, in a digital skit. Uh, yeah. Like Chad Gable being like, no, Mandy was terrible for you. Look at, look at what all this caused. Miz targeted you. He took your briefcase. He did this. He did that. Let it go. Dolph was right all along.
2: Dolph was doing you a favor all along. It takes one of those, Jeremy. One of them. It takes a 30-second clip to do this, and they do not have time. Yeah. to do this like this is what this is what was great about um when pat mcafee after adam cole turned they just did like a 30 second one minute yes. pat mcafee clip of explaining like i told you guys adam cole was a dick nobody listened to me like it it wasn't even like super necessary because mcafee's not a big part of the show anymore but it just did it to get mcafee on there and explain like see all that stuff yeah we're gonna tie that a little bit back together that's all i gotta do it's not difficult they Somebody
0: can do it dolphin otis haven't mentioned mandy since october
2: montez rarely mentions
0: bianca like it doesn't mean they're divorced in kayfabe or anything like uh nerd Guru says otis forgot how his best friend turned on and cost in the briefcase too well everybody else did because tucker's not on the show no, I just Tucker, exist. he would be aew dark star tucker knight <laughs> he'd be having bangers he'd be leading bear country right now on aew dark and i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing but you know there we go so he's very forgiving i wish I, I wish they would have tucker pop up and and him just walk into the shot with chad gable and be like you got to let it go learn to let shit go otis the,
2: the this uh, i saw your arguments on twitter with with way po- put your class of dorks
0: um, hold on i take them off now <laughs> oh, <is that> <laughs> are you
2: really going to be that worried about that shit why why do you complain about every little thing Like this stuff, like this stuff matters and it's so easy to remedy, right? Like we just, we fix it in 30 seconds. You can fix it with a line, but you insult your audience when you don't do this at all. When you just let it be and it's like, oh, does it really matter? Does, Does it even matter? Why are you getting upset about this? Clearly it matters because viewership continues to drop and people always talk about there's no consistency in WWE. When you look at other programs, like, oh, they reward you if you're paying attention to these little things like they try their best to tie stuff up don't get me wrong other pro- promotions have problems with sometimes just dropping stuff out of nowhere but WWE sure. does it so often to where this is why people don't care about this stuff i, I don't care that otis and is teaming with Dolph i because why should i why should i care about who wins these matches we'll get this whole show why should i care about any of these wins and losses i don't i don't care about these wins and losses
0: yep and uh we'll, we'll talk more about that later but Evan Wright says, A.W. Dark, Elevation star, Tucker Knight. Uh, I want to say about the match, they're having Angelo work like the lion share of these. He's doing real good. He is improving significantly in the ring. This match was really, really great. Uh, if I were Dominic, I would probably look at Montez Ford doing the frog splash and say, I'm going to find something else <laughs> to do from now on. <laughs>
2: It's a tribute to his father Eddie Guerrero, though. I know he can't take it out of his arsenal.
0: I know, but then when you sit it next to, let me me tell you, it doesn't measure up. It does not. Eddie's
2: father Montez Ford, or wait, is Is did I say that right? I don't even know.
0: No, Montez Ford is not Eddie Guerrero's father. I, that I am sure of. Uh, if so, they would probably write that into the Sasha Bianca storyline at this point. Brian B Jam says, kind of open for a four way title match at Mania with these four. Probably. Maybe even as a ladder match. I they're they're going to tear it up if they get eight minutes. For the love of God, these guys are going to kill it with that amount of time. Uh, Evan Wright is obligatory best heel in the business, Baron Corbin. We'll get that out of the way. Rumor has uh Thea already signed to AEW. Any truth to that? Buddy, I'd have had that on fightfulselect.com the moment I found out and got it confirmed if that were if I if I knew that to be true. Tony and, Khan,
2: Tony Khan hasn't done the math on when her non-compete has expired. He's still yeah, doing was, the math on
0: that. <laughs> it was a month ago. Um WB creative is so damn frustrating, says Anthony Velazquez. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I am consistently frustrated by this and well i do think it's funny when people are like y'all complain about any little thing right and i'm like you're complaining about my tweet complaining so yeah i will it's it's the job is to care about this stuff and I, I think back to the cm punk interview where he talked about how much he wasn't making and how people would say oh well i would come and work for for almost nothing and he said good go do it that's the kind of person vincent man wants Vince McMahon would love everybody to just not give a shit about continuity and quality programming. Unfortunately, as we have discovered, the steep decline since Triple H's half in character, half not in character, me and my friend Mark will quit watching promo, a nosedive in viewership since then. Um, and we and we aren't even to the worst part of the show because this was a good match.
3: Yeah. This
2: was good. I um, mean, once again, your champions get beat. Like, yes. what, what are we doing? Like, you can't have Otis take a pinfall. Chad Gable's always losing. I One forgot they were even the champions. Yeah. To be they, they had this is like their first match since they won the titles, I yeah. think. Or just gonna do Street Profits against Dirty Dogs again. It's fine, it's a good match. There's no actual story here. They're just like they're just doing matches. Doing matches for the sake of doing matches.
0: Reginald is Nia Jax's sugar baby, I think. Um, yes. I enjoyed this an awful lot. I know a lot of people do not like it, but I really like. I like the opening segment of this. I'm guessing you didn't
2: it's fine. It's another, I don't, here's the thing. I don't mind Reginald in this setting with with Naya and Shayna. I think Naya or Shayna is great. Is like, what are we doing? Like, can we focus on wrestling, please? We're the women's tag team champions. Like, what are we doing with this Reginald nonsense or going shopping and shit? Like she's over it. I love that. I like Naya having this, this thing with, with her Bay Reginald. It's a fine use of Reginald. I don't need it with my women's tag team champions. I really don't need it in the middle of this Sasha and Bianca feud. That's my issue with it. The the segment was was fine. Why aren't they wearing masks? They're out in public. I feel like they should have been wearing their mask here for this sketch, but what can you do? Um
0: yes, they so, probably should have. <laughs> so I do I, agree, fine use of Reginald, but if you're looking for a fine use of your Richard, <laughs> check out bluechew.com code fightful. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but a chewable form at a fraction of the cost. And you won't need a sugar mama to get BlueChew.com, because when you use that code Fightful, you get your first shipment free. Just pay $5 shipping. They help you achieve a harder or stronger erection. If you're combating ED or you just need that confidence, you need that performance, you don't have a problem to use Blue Chew. It's an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. It's shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. You won't have to worry about throwing on your mask and all that stuff. Ship straight to your door. And you don't have to, like I said, no doctor visit, no awkward conversation, none of that. No, don't like swallowing pills? It's a chewable. Their licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription Their tablets are made in the USA, so they prepare and ship direct. It's cheaper than a pharmacy. You could benefit from that extra confidence. Maybe you've booked yourself into a corner, so to speak, and you're looking for that moment of glory. BlueChew.com, code FIGHTFUL. Get that first shipment free. That's how they they know they'll get you. You're going to come back for more, and so will he or she whenever you're done. BlueChew.com, code FIGHTFUL. Got the smiles and the laughs out of the way, Jeremy. Um, Kevin Owens says he's had a tough time. Uh, I thought it was very funny. I think as Robert pointed out in our chat, him switching cards, Bianca, Bel Air, that was good. That was like she she won
2: the 2021 Women's Royal Rumble. Yes, (laughs) tremendous. This this is a it's a second language. I like.
0: I need somebody who speaks French to just clue me in. How good is he at talking shit in French? <laughs> like, it's it, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, Sasha and Bay, or Bianca have their back and forth.
2: I like this. I like the back I and too. forth. I mean, it was Sasha, Sasha's a heel now, right? Like We all agree Sasha's a heel. Yes. I don't think she ever actually turned baby face. I just think Bailey was a bigger dick. Um, but like, she's a heel. That laugh, you love the laugh, Sean Ross. You love the laugh. You love I love it. it. I love it. Can you imitate it? <laughs> no, I couldn't do Come it justice. Come on, coward.
0: I couldn't do it justice. Um <laughs> no, it. Not, not quite. <laughs> Anakin, uh, stop sending your super chat. I got it. It will be applied at the right time. <laughs> Don't you worry, my friend. Um Ryan B. Jam says Shayna was like the father when the mother and daughter go shopping. If you bothered to know what clothes go together, that is a great approach. Uh what was not a great approach, Shayna and Naya come out to do commentary. And then Natalia and Tamina defeat Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks.
3: And, Jeremy,
0: it's via roll-up.
2: I didn't get any. What the hell? doesn't
0: matter. It doesn't matter. Anakin JMT, how are the fruit roll-ups? I
2: don't know, Anakin JMT. You didn't send me any. Jeremy, talk
0: about this. Wow. I I'm, I'm, the I'm very roll-ups.
2: angry that I don't have – I'm more angry that I didn't get any fruit roll-ups than I am about the end of this match here. Mm. Stupid shot. What do you want me to say about this? It's stupid, stupid, stupid. And now I'm just jealous that I don't have any fruit roll-ups. What?
0: Oh, well, let me tell you, you'll get plenty of opportunities to eat fruit roll-ups on the air. If somebody every sends every time. me
2: some, I'm buying my own. I, I'm, I'm... It's a business expense. <laughs> <laughs> Send me some, somebody. Come on, Anakin. We're friends it's it's dumb it's so dumb you have sasha and bianca I'll, I'll uh i'll text you uh you have sasha and bianca fighting at wrestlemania in like a month like four weeks and you're just gonna have bianca lose via roll-up they're challenging for the women's tag team titles next week and they're just gonna lose this match reginald's involved he's distracting everybody thursdays 3 p.m eastern Fightful, distraction. It's dumb. It's yes. so dumb. They can't get out of the way, their own way with this stuff. I love the back and forth between Sasha and Bianca. That felt like a big WrestleMania match of like, all right, I'm the best. No, I'm the best. Like, you know what? Your time will come and everything. That was good stuff. Don't have them lose. What are we doing? What are we doing, Sean?
0: Jeremy, I try not to curse on the show because you'll have like idiots that are like, oh, man, you're getting too upset over this. I don't truly get upset about anything about wrestling. It ain't worth it. Let's just take a look at this. You had Bianca Belair, the phenom. And I knew it was they were heading down this route the first time they had her lose to Bailey. Because it was stupid. It was stupid. It was a stupid way to do it. I, I am so done with the distraction finish. And people say, Oh no, and it actually works here. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. Because it makes everybody look fucking stupid. It makes them look fucking stupid. I have watched thousands of MMA fights, and not a once have I seen somebody go, What's going on out there? Huh? And get head kicked. That doesn't happen. It does not happen. It makes everybody look
2: stupid. Max Holloway boxes and talks to the commentators and still throws punches and stuff.
0: I was calling a fight once, and I said, and I quote, Zach Stacy's elbow is looking real good, and he looks over at me and goes, "Thanks, man!" and beats the living <laughs> shit out of the guy. Like, it, it, people don't get distracted like that. And I'm so beyond it. It was a stupid roll up. Tamina beating Bianca Belair. Now let's let's look even beyond that. Bianca and Sasha get a tag team match, tag team title match at Fastlane. Can I ask first off? Why? Because they count. They're, they got a WrestleMania title match? Because,
2: okay, because well- it's Shawn Michaels and John Cena, as pointed out by Kevin Owens. That's what it is. Yeah. It's Shawn yeah. Michaels and John Cena.
0: So they lost tonight. They lost in February at Elimination Chamber. They lost to Bailey and Carmella on the January 1st edition of SmackDown. They lost to Asuka and Charlotte Flair... In a triple threat elimination match in December for the tag titles, they, they won at the not, troop show. They won at the troop show. They won at the troop show. Yeah, and they they won a six person tag in February where Reginald got the win. Yes, That's I. That's set is up the mind boggling to me that WWE looks at this and they say, you know what, we got one of the best in ring performers to ever do it, Sasha Banks. We have one of the most charismatic women, athletic star women, to ever do it right here coming up, Bianca Belair. You know what'll get us really good for WrestleMania? Let's make a fucking lose a
2: lot.
0: Bianca didn't lose a match after her call up in 2020. And she has been on the losing end like five or six times since December. Oh, my God. Since late December, rather. Bezo Banks said Sasha and Naya for the title confirmed next week. They always have great matches, but I'm a tad fearful considering it's mania season. I mean, if I'll say this. They, they made chicken salad out of chicken shit after this by Sasha calling her a rookie and saying she's not taking the responsibility for the L. By the way, Sasha lost the last match.
2: Yeah, Sasha got pinned by Nia at Elimination Chamber, right? Like, yes. she's the reason they didn't win the titles then. It's so, they're overcomplicating such an easy feud.
0: Eloquent asks why they must make Sasha and Bianca look dumb. I don't know. Nerd Guru says uh, they're being handled this main event on a silver platter and they're spitting on it. It's actually mind-boggling that this stupid. I-, I read those together because they go together. That's that's my issue. They're making not just them look stupid,
2: they're making themselves look really, really stupid. When when Bianca won the Rumble, and it seemed pretty obvious she was gonna pick Sasha as her opponent, everyone was excited for this match, right? It's like Sasha and Bianca, this is gonna be great. This is the two arguably the two biggest women stars on Smack. Not arguably, they, they pretty much are. Like this is this feels like a transcendent match here. And I could not be less interested in this match. I don't want to see it at this point. It'll be good. I know it'll be good. I don't care to actually see it. Yeah.
0: I would rather Adam Pierce take this match away from them and say, "Uh, you guys have lost together a lot. Like, I don't even know why we booked it. Here's Tamina and Naya. And then Bianca, Bianca is mad because she wanted to be a double champ. She cares about winning. She gives a shit about that. Just make me think that somebody gives a shit because if they don't give a shit, why am I supposed to give a shit? And the fact that people will tweet me and say, well, you're dumb for giving a shit. That's the fucking point. You are Sean. You're Evan. Evan Wright says it's a Rob O'Neill corner. uh, Sorry. We're not reading the rest of that.
2: (laughs) Wow. He gone. Yeah. He has been fired. fired. It's, it's Sean Ross pull up three. Yeah.
0: I pull out eight. Uh, Anthony Velazquez says the Bianca Belair Sasha build should be simple, but for some reason WWE fields need to add in all these other pieces. I just don't get it. And this compounds the NXT tag team title issue. Like it just goes around in circles and circles and circles. Uh, we got a super chat that says nobody can say that AEW has the worst booked women's division in wrestling anymore. Holy crap, that was bad. Well, let me tell you, you'll definitely not be saying that AEW has the worst booked women's division when you – when you watch on uh, Wednesday based on what I heard this weekend or this week, Joseph Corray says Bianca got pinned by Tamina tonight. And Sasha is fighting Naya for the women's title Friday. Hot diggity dog. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's dumb. And to circle back in the AEW thing, I don't think you could say that anyway. The raw women's title division has has been way
2: worse. way worse. Asuka lost to Alexa bliss. And like, we just kind of forgot about it. It just doesn't, doesn't matter. The, the women's divisions are, they're not good. Like the booking is bad. Yeah. They have the talent, obviously. And people are like, Oh, the talent is great. The talent is great. Yes. It's booked like shit though. And it has been for a long time now.
0: Ken Shearer says women's bit booking has been iffy lately, but can they turn it around? What's that? Johnny ACE is back. Well, they had a good run. <laughs> That's the concern. He was big on the diva era and his hiring methods And I I straight up heard from some people, some veterans that were like, man, we we just got done working people like that. We don't want to work people like that. Uh, 356 Names Deegan says, what's up, bros? Guess who just got money, honey? Oh, well, I'll I'll save that one for later. But she also sent one. uh, 432 Names Deegan said, manifesting Shayna, Sasha, Bianca escaping this Reginald and Naya hole. Oh, God. Let my babies just have good matches. I yes. want my Mania main event free of men. Yes. Uh, yes.
2: It's centered around Reginald. They should be fighting for Reginald, not the SmackDown Women's Championship. It's like who gets who gets custody of Reginald in if, this match at WrestleMania? If I didn't know
0: better, I'd be like, I'd be thinking that Vince was like, ah, people are expecting this to main event. We, we got to tame this down a bit. <laughs> oh, good, good uh, kickoff opener. Bezos says this could have easily been riot squad. Come on. Yes, it could have been, or they, they could have just f- f- fucked off with this whole thing.
2: <laughs> not done the whole thing. Just give you your Reginald skit. So you could get a smile out of you, Sean. And then yeah. not actually do this match where, you know, you beat one of the people, uh, in a, in a two upcoming, two upcoming title matches. This person is wrestling for the title in, next week. And then two weeks after that, what are we doing? You're just gonna beat her, beat her, and make her look stupid. On top of that, it's not even beating her. Like, all right, if she if she lost because you know she had a, a tough week, she had a bunch of hard matches and stuff, then fine. You just make her look stupid by caring about this Reginald stuff and then getting rolled up at the end.
0: Yeah, dumb. dumb. dumb Malucha dumb. says, "What happens with the women's belt of Oscars out to Mania?
2: Charlotte gets it.
0: Charlotte well, pff, here, <laughs> yeah, that's the easy answer to everything. Charlotte gets it. They're probably vacated or something. I could see a situation where they just say." Uh, hang it up in the ring. And Asuka should say that herself. She should say, well, when somebody else couldn't compete, that's what they did for me. Uh, so I'm doing that for somebody else. I think that would be a poetic approach. And Nerd Guru says they need Becky now more than ever. Haven't been able to replace the main event player she was. Um, I would love, if, even if she can't wrestle full, like a full match, her to do like a rock Eric Rowan spot at WrestleMania where Somebody comes out and she taps him out in a few seconds with the arm bar. I think that is Charlotte.
2: Be fun. Do it to Charlotte.
0: <laughs> and win the title. <laughs> yeah. Win the vacant title. would yeah. be great. Uh, Bezos says out of the six women involved, the man is the one being pushed in this women's main event. Well, let me tell you, not much has changed. He's going
2: to win the title. I feel like he, they're just going to put the SmackDown women's title on him. I feel like that's where this is going.
0: And NerdGuru sends one that says, The Super Chat is to manifest the sourest of graps from Alex and an epic trigger, trigger grant from SRS tonight. Well, it, I just can't be bothered that much anymore. Uh, guys, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com, by the way. Uh, you can check out my show, The Backstage Report. 15 to 20 minutes of exclusive news every week. I do a Q&A show every week. Make sure you guys check that out. Leave a thumbs up right now. Subscribe. Tap that bell for notifications. Please donate a super chat. We're out of uh, most of the weeds right now. Seth Rollins backstage says he is done with Cesaro. And then he hears that Buddy Murphy's getting a rematch, and all of a sudden he's interested again, which is more than I can say, and that's pretty wild considering it's Cesaro and Buddy Murphy. Uh, Rollins causes the DQ, I guess. I don't know. I sneezed. Um that's what happened, Sean. Tune into the post SmackDown
2: show to find out. You all wouldn't
0: tell me what happened.
2: (laughs) happened? But Rollins did lay
0: Rollins laid an ass whipping down. Evan Wright says those camera cuts in the beatdown. Oh my god. Ridiculous. Ridiculous.
2: Absolutely. Here we go. Let's let's do a rematch for no real reason. Cesaro beat him clean last week. What do we need a rematch for? Who knows? You know, again, you have so many guys on the roster. You can't just put somebody else in this slot, give somebody some reps to give Cesaro a win the moment they announced a rematch you knew one of two things was going to happen you knew either Murphy was going to win by some distraction bullshit finish yes. or Rollins was going to cause a disqualification and the moment that Rollins like oh really that's interesting there's a rematch let me come outside and sit at ringside It solidified that that was going to be one of the two finishes so who could possibly care about this match who could possibly care Seth Rollins looking very dapper for St. Patrick's Day. I like this fit. Yeah,
0: uh, our friend Queen Hannah keeps trashing Seth Rollins' style. I like it. Cyclops <laughs> says Raw is getting it stank on SmackDown like NXT. And uh, Gutierrez says, Johnny Ace is back. Time to bring back the Raw Divas Championship and SmackDown Divas Championship. Mm-hmm. Well, if, it, if Maria Kanellis is back, it'd be happening. She's all about that. <laughs> she loves it. But yeah, the, the raw. It, it happens too often these days. It does. We have it these does. pointless SmackDown shows, and uh yeah. Well, I'll tell you what wasn't pointless—that Big E promo.
2: Jeez, it's good. That People, was. Whew. Yeah, that was really
0: I, good. I care because he cares, Jeremy. His character cares, and the man himself
2: cares. Biggie said for a very long time when he he went on the singles run and everybody's like you got to be serious you got to be serious Biggie you can't be a single star unless you're really serious he's like when they give me something to be serious about I will be serious when I need to get pissed off I'll get pissed off until then why should I just be serious just because I'm a singles guy I'm still going to be fun loving Biggie and that's how he's been he's still been fun loving Biggie you drop some fucking steps on this man's head and he has a reason to be serious. So he came out here and cut this excellent promo. He's fired up about everything. He just wants to murder Apollo Crews. He's like, you know, I don't get out here. I don't care that I've beaten you a hundred times. doesn't matter about that. I'm out here to kill you now. Come on, get out here. Let's go. Quite, quite literally said he wanted yes. to end him. Yes. I'm not exaggerating on that. I I'm all for it. it. I love that this is like, He needed something to bring out the fire. He got something to bring out the fire, and he knocked it out of the park with this promo.
0: Biggie rules. This was, I think, by far the best thing on SmackDown tonight was this promo. A a close number two was when (laughs) he called out Apollo Crews, and Apollo did not come out, so he said, all right, open challenge. King Corbin comes out in a suit.
2: $10,000, my foot. But Sean, just because Bye. you get your clothes at the dress barn or whatever we went to in Winston-Salem doesn't mean King Corbin shops there.
0: You're right. Business expense. <laughs> um, then Sami Zayn darts out <laughs> and says, I, I accept. <laughs> and Corbin's like, no, no, I was going to. And <laughs> Zayn says no. Biggie was like, just whichever one of you get in here first. And Zayn darts in. Now, I've heard they filmed some more for his documentary, which – is a real thing by the way like that wasn't like a mock WWE network tweet they're really doing this that was amazing it was it was perfect use of of Sami Zayn. i'm this is the most interested i've been in okay well i was interested in him when he got cutler and and blake but we saw how that turned out but this is the most interested i've been in him in a long time and it's a feud that doesn't require him to wrestle the same guy eight times in a row
2: jeremy I mean, he was wrestling. It felt like the same guy. Like, they didn't, yeah. they didn't like street profits, I feel like, every week for the past couple of weeks. Uh, I, Baron Corbin, is he, did he get smaller or something? He looked very small when he came out. I didn't realize that it was Baron Corbin. Uh, I thought Sami Zayn was tremendous here. Him sliding in the ring, like, ha I'm here first. I get the match. Not yes. you. Meet you in here. I love Big E just
0: red-rovering him yeah. in the match. <laughs> just ran through the, take, or the clothesline, hit the big ending. Uh, Apollo Crews comes out and whiffs his ass afterwards like two olympic slams really good stuff like the the accent's going to get some take some getting used to but uh Apollo Crews achieving his potential maybe not it, it's just a shame that nobody can really achieve their potential until they turn heel except for <laughs> Big E Big E's great but yeah um I would like to see him win a match now that's what I'd like to see
2: he beat uh, Shinsuke last week. Did he? He? Uh, he beat somebody last week and we did see Shinsuke backstage right. with Seth Rollins as well. I, I kind of like that pairing. Um, you're,
0: you're right. He did beat Shinsuke yeah. last week, but Shinsuke beat him the week before.
2: Yeah, yeah, he he definitely needs at least one or two more wins. This feels like a big Mania match. I hope they don't just do it at Fastlane because I don't know what Big E's doing in Mania if uh, it's not Apollo Crews, unless they're doing some multi-man nonsense. But this feels this feels like a big Mania match. I'm more interested in this than Sasha and Bianca.
0: I just wish they... uh, I, I want them to make Apollo Crews look like a badass dude leading up to this. And not just with Big E. I want him to beat a bunch of people. Yeah. I think that'd be good. Uh, the opening segment. What the hell is going on here? This business, they love it. By by the way, guys, please leave a thumbs up. Please, uh, like this video. Donate your super chats. We're in the home stretch of this. I've been having people reaching out to me saying there's something to Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. There's something to it. They don't know if it's him getting a match night one and edge night two, they don't know if it's triple threat. But I've been, I've been getting prodded at and hinted about this for a while so just so you all know there's a real possibility but this promo was not it edge comes out counteracting daniel Bryan's promo about loving this business edges promos this year have been so miss so just the opposite of what was happening last year You had a few weeks ago, him coming out and saying, oh, Roman, I'm I'm in your head, which is exactly what you do to somebody when you're trying to get in their head. You're saying, oh, I'm just messing with your head, man. That's all I'm doing, man. Okay. There's this complete retconning of the ultimate opportunist character like it was the cerebral assassin, like he's the (laughs) troll god or something. No, he would just take advantage of shit. It wasn't necessarily that. Don't point me at... Oh, well, he punted John Cena's in the head. That, that's not John Cena's dad in the head. That's not mind games. That's giving somebody's dad a concussion.
2: <laughs> uh, Edge is being – I said it the other week. Edge is being a little bitch, dude. Like yeah. why is he – he's out here like you didn't earn this. Like, you you know, uh, you don't love this. You don't want this. Like you're not – he didn't go about this the right way. Daniel Bryan won the Elimination Chamber match. And then he got screwed over because Roman immediately comes out and and takes it and does the match right then and there. Edge as a babyface, shouldn't he be sympathetic to this and being like, you know what, you should have this match. Yeah. Because you were screwed over on this. You know, I've screwed over a lot of people myself. When I beat John Cena, I understand what Roman did to you. And I'm sorry that happened to you. As a sympathetic babyface, as a babyface, this is what Ed should be saying. Instead, he's like, you're doing you're you're about this the wrong way. This isn't how you do it, Daniel. Like, yeah. This is wrong. Quit being a little bitch, Edge. I don't understand what his point is on this. Is it because he wants he wants to guarantee he gets Roman at WrestleMania? If you want to guarantee that, don't call your shot for your WrestleMania match too early. So Just wait. Fact, it's so
0: wild how they fumbled this. Like Edge should be looking the fact that he's got a problem with Daniel Bryan getting another shot but didn't have a problem with the way that Roman Reigns beat him. If it were Edge, you should be saying, okay, good for you. You got your match. I'd be honored to face you, but this is it. I don't want to see you try to weasel your way back in here if you lose this one. Then when Daniel Bryan does weasel his way into it, you get Edge getting more of an edge, and he's freaking livid about it. He's like, no, this was my moment. This was me coming back after all this time. It's like, you've, you've had your opportunity to do that. You've been doing that the last three years since you came back. Uh, Sarah Jane Deegan, also known as 999 Names Deegan. Jesus. Says, love Daniel's Lose Yourself promo this week. Edge <laughs> staring at him like, I'm going to re-end his career. Well, well, 969 Names Deegan, you are wrong.
2: You are wrong. How about that? You That's agree? it. That's all you got? Yeah, she's she's, she's wrong. wrong. No. No, 9, 970 names Deegan is my best friend. I'm not going to say she's wrong.
0: She's wrong. She's so she's right wrong. In this I mean, I
2: appreciate her, but she's wrong. It, I, this is a promo about this business, Sean. I love that. Edge is a little bitch. That's my closing statement on
0: this You know what? Time. I don't disagree with that. Uh, Edge Lolivar says, What are the odds of we getting a triple threat match for the Universal title at Mania? I think there's a real good opportunity. I think there's a real good chance about it uh, or, or for it to happen. What, how are you feeling, Jeremy?
2: I, I would love it because I'm more interested in Daniel Bryan than I am Edge. I think Edge hasn't been that great since winning the Rumble and coming back and these promos. I just don't think he's been good. I'm way more interested in Daniel Bryan. And Roman, Roman's been fine, but I have no interest in Roman against Edge. I don't feel like they've done anything to build this match. That closing segment, that closing segment kind of sucked, too.
0: Yeah. Contract signing. Roman's like, no, nah, I'm not going to sign it until Daniel Bryan's like, well, I'm head of the table now. And all of a sudden, <laughs> Roman's like, oh, that's it. That's it. Roman, Daniel did more to get into his head than yeah. Edge did when he said he was. Yes. Mike says Edge going heel for Manny. He should go heel now. He's a little bitch right now. <laughs> Ray says Edge and Brian's only match in 2010. Miz interrupted it. Hope we see it again. I'm and Cyclops says Edge is cutting bad. Gold- Goldberg level promos. Yikes. They just don't make sense. And Holy. last
2: year's work was some really incredible, riveting stuff. He's got to talk about grit some more. That's what he needs. The fingernails. You know the yeah. grime under your fingernails, Sean? That's yes. that's how you get down and dirty the grit.
0: <sighs> so Daniel Bryan says that he's going to tap out Roman Reigns just like he tapped out Jay Uso. Uso gets mad and he's like, I want to be the special enforcer. <laughs> and Edge comes out and says, Well, I do. So next week we're going to face off on SmackDown. Matt J. Hendricks says, Edge's last match was on uh, SmackDown March 11th. 2011 I think it was actually um actually uh more recent than that like a, like by maybe I want to say a couple weeks yeah it was March 22nd 2011 he beat Drew McIntyre in two and a half minutes uh the week before he beat the uh, heavily booked Brodus Clay Jeremy what a what a decision that is by the way
2: no comments. but what
0: tell me how it makes sense. I mean, okay, this isn't a championship, so I don't care, but the match is gonna be great. Jey Uso does incredible work. Jey Uso has not won a match in since November sixth.
2: Tell me how this part makes sense. Brian and, and Roman signed their contract. Like the contract is official, right? And here comes Edge and Uso <laughs> and is like, Oh, yeah, by the way, the winner of this match is a special enforcer. I'd be like, no, I signed the contract. There's yeah. nothing in here about some special enforcer nonsense. What what are we doing here? You can't put an addendum in this contract. I'm not signing this new contract. I already signed this one. That doesn't make sense. Well, like, I am so
0: I am so ready for addendum matches. <laughs> <laughs> Nergu says wasn't wasn't was weird this whole segment make Roman seem like the third wheel instead of it being Daniel. Yeah. Roman was like the least prominent figure in this segment. Maybe Paul Heyman. He didn't do a lot. Was he there? He was there. He was there.
2: Yeah. What was up with Jay Uso earlier? He wanted to get in to see Roman and I'm Heyman sure. was like, no, no, no. Like, I, I like that yeah. because Uso should be punished for sucking for a long time now. But then they come out later and like, it's just fine. Like, you just need to cool off a little bit. It's fine.
0: Yeah. And then Edge tried to talk some sense into him. To me, this even got on my nerves because everybody's tried to do this with Jay Uso. Shut yeah. the fuck up! It ain't working.
2: Go on, they're family. Edge loves just like randomly appearing backstage and just talking about like like to wrestle you one day, man. Like you, you've been doing good. <laughs> like I, I think I think stuff's not quite working out for what you're doing right now. I'd like to really wrestle you.
0: I'd really like to wrestle you one day, man. <laughs> I, He's got I his really hair.
2: Don't. He's got his hair pulled back, Sean. He's we're got a little we're past
0: there. the point the of like past the point of the Edge would like to wrestle you, Rob. Like it's <laughs> it's done. Okay, just just do the match. <laughs> just do the match. And I love Edge. Edge was one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Christian's better. Well, maybe Christian C- Cage looked at Edge's current <laughs> character and <at> said, "AEW, right come <laughs> Oh God, Christian's gonna be walking up to like Vert Vixen <laughs> and. Luther backstage. See, oh, a lot man. Of, see a lot of potential in you kid. One of those. Christian
2: uh, Christian does not want the Luther smoke. Not at no, all. No he doesn't. He does no, not. He doesn't.
0: Money to make Sean say 6600 and or 6969 names Deegan is the most correct best person in the universe. I was not ready for her otherworldly opinion. Uh and then she uh, said some other shit. But uh, I guess I guess we can stop it at sixty nine, sixty nine Deegan. That's that is forever her moniker. Sixty nine, sixty nine Deegan. Uh, girl has seven names, legitimately. <laughs> I think. Well, guys, I will not be here next Friday. Please watch regardless. <laughs> wow,
2: because, I carry huh? the show every week anyway. I mean,
0: I'll be on the show. I'm doing a pre pre recorded sponsor read, uh, but. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. Me and Denise did uh, the list and your girl this week. I got a lot of stuff dropping over the weekend from Molly Bell and Taylor Hendricks. So that's going to be good stuff. But Jeremy, where can people find you besides Twitch, Here. which
2: blew up today? Here, yes. You can, you can find me on Fightful every day getting shots up, Sean Ross app. Uh, twitch.tv slash fightful gaming will be live in like twenty twenty minutes, a little bit more. I got uh things to do beforehand. Uh, we'll be live over there, uh drafting stuff. What we're drafting, I don't know. Come in the chat, hang out, tell us, you know, we'll draft your favorite pair of sunglasses or something. no we're, we're just drafting a bunch of stuff. Or yeah, what?
0: On what game? Not, there's no draft. game.
2: Yeah, we're just we're just bantering and people. Off. <laughs> <draw ideas. laughs> the okay, fact that,
0: you know what my next weekend looks like.
2: What, what's going on next weekend? We have, so, we have fri- fast Friday.
0: And- Friday, I have the the eye laser gimmick. Yes. And you have to go in for a follow-up the next day. Well, this is in Cincinnati, so I'm staying overnight. Okay. Uh, I'm hopefully existing Saturday and making it back home. Sunday, I am driving to Lexington early that afternoon to film action figure content with Danhausen.
2: oh my god this sounds tremendous
0: yes uh i wanted to do a toy shopping video but i think he's doing one so instead i'm i'm hopefully gonna have him rate figures from my personal collection which include a carol baskin bobblehead doll by the way (laughs) then i gotta make it home in time to watch fucking tyrus on the nwa pay-per-view there's an nwa pay-per-view next week and let me tell you they, I'm sure they're thrilled to have my coverage. Uh and then back we got, for the attack,
2: Sean. Did you hear about this?
0: Well, evidently with with, with <laughs> that fell on the roster. Um, then we got Fast Lane that night. One word, lane isn't capitalized. There we go.
2: Fast lane, uh, end of the line. That's what it's called, right?
0: Yes. Guys,
2: TwitchTV slash Fightful Gaming. Watch the distraction. Sean Rossap he has his own segment on the show. Uh Robert O'Neill's been fired. We blew people up this past Thursday. Man. Bookers of the year. Bookers of the year, myself and Joseph.
0: I'm a regular Maki Ito. Until next time, guys, we're out.
1: Say goodbye